Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Oh my God. So my sister was just home from college (laughs) and she told me that she had to follow my mom so that she could drop off her car for a repair. And my mom had forgotten until the last minute. My mom then spazzes out on my sister, like trying to rush her to get going. Now, mind you, (laughs) I have my sister reading The Power of Now, which teaches about mindfulness and presence. And um, she has me for a sister. (laughs) So you can imagine all the stuff I'm like telling her. So she tells my mom, stop trying to rush me. I'm trying to stay present. My mom flips out. Stop trying to be like your sister. <laughs> I, I was cracking up. Is it wrong to get a kick out of lovingly shaking up your family? <laughs> well, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> I was just like, I was so proud of my sister. And I'm like, okay, so we got another one on board. <laughs> Here we go. But it did get me thinking about the idea of rushing and how I was in that state constantly before healing and awakening. It was a trauma response. I had so much anxiety and my nervous system was trapped in constant fight or flight already. So I viewed anything that was not the perceived expectation as an emergency, always catastrophizing everything, even a minute off plan would send me into a total tailspin. I had been taught to be afraid to be late and had developed perfectionist tendencies as a way to avoid abuse from making mistakes. Like if I was late for school, my former step-parent would have lost it physically and mentally on me. And even if you did not have such a background, society took care of that programming for you with hustle culture, making it shameful for you to not be like in the rat race because companies make a lot of money from that program, right? Oh, and this is cute. As I got older, I started to give it a sexier name, more socially acceptable name, type A. I wore that like some kind of dysfunctional metal. I was I was so on point that I was type A. Like I was proud of it or something. It sounds better, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I might have been on time, but I was a stressed out mess on the inside. And you know what the funniest thing is? A lot of times I was still late <laughs> because the panic and rushing would also cause erratic movements. I was probably going to spill something on myself and then freak out because I spilled something. Oh, and I'm going to blame the thing that spilled, of course. (laughs) We all do that. And then spend extra time cleaning up the spill, right? Oh my God. Thank God for healing, peeps. (laughs) I'm telling you. On the science side of things, it doesn't just feel awful and out of control, there is real health concerns from living this way. Constantly being rushed is a state of stress. Chronic stress fires up our sympathetic nervous system, and it floods our body with adrenaline and cortisol. And too much of those chemicals too frequently, we get, get ready for this, anxiety, depression, headaches, 
heart disease, sleep problems, weight gain, and memory and concentration impairment. That's a lot, right? And if you look at some of the most prescribed issues, it is many from that list, which is interesting to me. When we run like this, we are in survival mode, have no doubt about it. And that's not true presence. That's not living. I'm going to tell you something that may not make sense, but I swear it works if you can wrap your head around this. Your mind can slow time down. The slower you go, the more time you have. Take that in for a moment. The slower you go, the more time you have. Perception is reality. When you consciously slow down, time, quote unquote, slows down with you. I'm telling you, I have been doing this for a while now. I catch myself because awareness is always the first step in anything. I will take a deep breath and I will exaggerate all of my movements, making them slower and more mindful Almost like pretending I'm in slow motion, as crazy as that sounds. And you can teach your kids this too. It's actually a really fun way to teach my son mindfulness. Like, you know, we're, we're in slow motion robots or something like that. Say I'm running late getting my kid to school. I will pretend I am in slow motion. And I will tell myself, and if my kid is in the car... That's great too. We always get there exactly when we are supposed to and not a second sooner. We are always right on time. And I'm telling you, the one time we were running late for like he had t-ball practice and I was, I, was, I was starting to lose myself a little because we're human and I was trying to get him out of the car and he looks at me and he goes, mommy, we are always right on time, right? And boy, did he snap me out of it. I'm telling you, kids are excellent accountability coaches if you allow it. And he will carry this on for himself. I will then purposely drive under the speed limit. I will, I will let a car that gets to a stop sign at the same time as me go before me. I know it will feel crazy at first. Believe me, I know your butt. You will even like. I notice like my leg starts to like shake a little bit. Like I want to hit the gas. Like I want to go. But with practice, our brain can learn a new program, and I can honestly say it has changed my life. And I don't say that shit <laughs> unless it's the truth. When you slow down, you have more clarity. You make better decisions. When you slow down, you are more in control of your emotions. Slowing, angry, stressed, reactive behavior. Slowing it down to make better choices. And I'll tell you, you will not only have to practice this with yourself, but also learning to stay strong when other people project they're rushing onto you. We see this with a boss, coworker, partner, 
etc. Just like my mom did with my sister. It's really tough with your parents, right? Also, check out Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now, which is a fantastic read on learning how to be present and gain control over your mind. Because how your mind perceives what's going on will dictate how you will feel about it. And I can personally tell you so many big and little blessings have come from those moments. I have had some of the most beautiful interactions, some of the most healing moments, just randomly being present and truly hearing the other person that I am in front of, truly seeing what my son is doing. Let me tell you, I miss... I miss almost every single one of my kids' soccer goals. Why? Because I'm so present now. I am there. I am watching him with all of my senses that I forget to get my phone out and take the damn picture. (laughs) A beautiful quote from Charles Swindle. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Oh, something, right? It's not easy, friends. I know that. But I have gratefully learned that we can do hard things. We can. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast and that it helps you too, friend. Slow down and smell the roses. I love you guys.